פתח צדידת עמוד ב' Reputation is an invisible asset לא מציאמר ללאו בעל דבורים דידיאט אז 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 be exposed to the, to the vastness of the, of the topics that the Gomorrah attaches on and, the, and learning new principles in various different areas of halakha and then applying them to, to life. To understand this piece of Gomorrah, we need to understand two or three principles first. The first one is the principle of Shibud Karkaot that is important to understand, and that is that when one borrows money, So a debtor, and assuming the, debt, the, the, the loan was, was written up, was created with a document, part of the reason that we write documents for loans is for this reason, as you'll see. When a person borrows money, immediately and automatically his property becomes meshuabad to the balchov. It becomes almost mortgaged to the creditor. So if the creditor can't claim money, the, the debtor doesn't have the cash to fund the loan, the creditor can attach the property and can take the property. So that isn't even a special arrangement. It's just that, that's automatic. When, when a loan is done, and that's why it's done by document, because when there's a document with witnesses, people hear about it, people know about it. So th- this idea of a mortgage goes beyond the creditor. It goes also to... Uh, ind- individuals who might have bought the, the, the property. So Ruven lends money to Shimon. Shimon's property is now, so to say, mortgaged to, to Ruven. Uh, Shimon sells the property to Yankele. Yankele sells it to Moshele. It's still mortgaged to the creditor. So the creditor can come and take it away from Moshele, who doesn't even know Shimon. Uh, and that's why it's, it's, we write documents so that it gets around. It's documented, there are witnesses, people talk about it, that this man's in debt, and if he's in debt, just check his property, don't buy property, unless you know that the property is free. So that's the idea of Shibut Karkaot. That can be t- tightened up a little bit by the use of an idea of apotiki. Apotiki is when the debtor uh, and the creditor agree that a specific property is going to be mortgaged. Generally, it's a mortgage that a Shibud, a mortgage that applies to all of his properties up to the amount of the debt. But with an apotiki, there's a particular field that they agree, this is the one. In the event that you have to take a field instead of cash, this is the property that you'll take, not anything else. That's called an apotiki. So that's Shibud Karkot. The next idea is, is Lav Baldvorim Didi, that... If a person is involved in litigation, he's involved in a case before Beitin, he has to have economic status. He has to have a stake in the case. He can't just be an outsider who comes and, and, and argues the case. The, the defendant or the whoever it is can say, love Baldvorim Didiat, what are you getting involved in this case? I have nothing to do with you. I'm claiming from so-and-so. Let him answer the claim. You can't intervene and, and become involved in the, in the claim. So love Baldvorim Didiat. Is, is an important concept here. So, and the third thing that we need to know is the idea of achrayut and shiloba achrayut. When you sell property, you can sell the property with achrayut, with responsibility or without responsibility. With responsibility means I'm selling you this property and I'm guaranteeing that in the event that some creditor somewhere takes it away from you, I will refund you. 
So you're, you're covered. Shelo Bachrayut is a much cheaper deal. You get the property cheaper, but no guarantees. If there's some creditor somewhere who has a lien on this property and he takes it, not my problem. So the three ideas of Shibud Karkaot, the how these mortgages and liens work, the idea of Lav Baldvorim Didiat, you're not, I'm, I don't really have a case with you, why are you intervening? And the idea of Achrayut and Lob Achrayut, whether you sell the property with or without guarantees. So now we can understand the Gemara that Abaya says, this Gemara has parallel sugyas in Bovakamad, Davches, and in Bovamatsiya as well. Ruven Shemachal Sadeh Leshimon, we're dealing with three people. Ruven, Shimon, and a creditor. Ruven's creditor. So Ruven once borrowed money. His fields are now Meshubadim <coughs> to the creditor. Ruven then sells a field to Shimon. That's what we're dealing with. And the creditor now comes and claims the field from Shimon. So it says by Ruven Shimon Ruven sells a field to Shimon with guarantees. The creditor of Ruven takes the property away from Shimon. And now Shimon wants to come back to Ruven and get refunded because there's, there's guarantees. Dinahu, the din is the Azil Ruven Ruven can go and try and get involved in the case and try and intervene, basically block the case and stop the creditor from taking the field from Shimon. And they were showing him, Rashi and others talk about how he might do it. He might claim, I've already paid the debt. You prove that I haven't. Uh, take a shua, take an oath. There are various things he can do to delay or even to sidetrack the whole case. So although Ruven isn't directly involved anymore, Shimon, the, the creditor is taking the field from Shimon. After that's done, Shimon comes to Ruven for the, for the guarantee. But right now, the creditor could say, Ruven, I've got nothing to do with you. You owed me the money, that's true, but you haven't got the cash to pay me, so I'm going to Shimon, you stay out of this. No, says the Gemara, the law matzi amale love baldvarim didiyat. He cannot say, Reuven, you have nothing to do with my case. Mishum doma, mafkit because Reuven can say, what do you mean? If you take the field away from Shimon, Shimon comes back to me. So of course it's me, I'm standing behind the guarantee. So you can't cut me out of the, of the litigation. You're claiming from Shimon, I'm intervening because I think I can save this field because I have a case against you, creditor. V'ikidamrin, here's the important addition. There is a view as well. Even if Reuven sold the field without guarantees. So now what happens when the creditor claims the field from Shimon? The, the Shimon can't come back to Reuven. He's got no guarantees. So Reuven really is out of the picture. Reuven sold the field to Shimon and he said... That's it, no guarantees. Creditor comes to Shimon, wants to take the field. What can Reuven say? Reuven comes and he says, no, I've got a case against you, creditor. I've already paid you. The creditor says, stay out of this. You've got nothing to do with this. I've got a document. This is the field and I want the field. Nevertheless, he can still interfere. He can say, you're right. I don't have any financial claim here. If you take Shimon's field, it doesn't come back to me. But my reputation is shattered. I'm send, selling fields that are Meshubadim to somebody else. And, and Shimon is not going to talk to me again. I don't need that in my life. So I do have an interest. So the Chidush is, even though it's not a strictly commercial interest, still the, the, uh, the, the Gemara Abayah says, Reuven is allowed to become involved. And Rashi explains it. The Rashi in Bovakama is more explicit than the Rashi here in, 
in Ksubis. Um, the Ritvo mentions a few things we need to just get in place in order to understand the halacha here. Um, that the, the the purpose of this mission of this Gemara is not to say that Reuven has to intervene. There are some Rishonim who want to say Reuven has to intervene. It's based on different Gizot. The Ritvo says very clearly it's that he may intervene. What's the Chidush? Of course he can intervene. He can go and pay his debts off. The Chidush is that the creditor cannot claim loved Baldvarim Didiyat. The creditor cannot say none of your business because it is his business. Both in the first case where Shimon could come back and claim money, certainly his business, and even in the second case where Shimon can't come and claim money, still his business because there's a reputational issue. The Rambam paskens that lahalacha and and says also It's clearly the Rambam goes like the Ritvo. It's if Reuven wants to get involved. Why might he want to? The Hagos Mamonius says it's based on a Ramban because because Reuven is is smarter than Shimon, and Reuven says I'll go and deal with this creditor. I won't leave it to you, Shimon, because if you deal with a creditor, you lose. You're not as street smart as I am, so I'm going to go and and, and negotiate this with the with the creditor. So it's if he wants to, he may do so, and the, and the creditor can't say, you've got nothing to do with me. I don't want Shimon to have Tarome to have a claim against me, be upset with me, because he lost his field because of me. Uh, even that Shiloh I don't have a financial responsibility, but I'm making an enemy. It doesn't suit me to have an enemy. And based on that, the uh, Beis Yosef brings the Chuvas Harashbo, where the Rashbo says a very important Chiddush. So therefore, that only applies with a sale. If Reuven sold to Shimon and the field gets taken away from Shimon, Shimon will have lost money. And the Rambam says, Sharehiv Sid Biglali. But if it was a gift, then he's not losing anything. If Reuven gifted the field to Shimon, now Reuven can't say I'm worried about reputation. If he did it, Bach Rayut, if he gave the gift with a guarantee, then he has a claim because he can say to the Balchov, if you take the field away, he comes back to me. But if it's Shalom Bach Rayut, if he sold it without, if he gave it, gifted it without a without a guarantee, and the creditor comes and takes it away from Shimon, uh, he can't come back to Reuven, and nor is he, can he have a, a big taina against, against Reuven, because it was a gift to start with, so he lost nothing. Therefore, says the Rashbo, if it was a gift, this whole thing doesn't apply. And the Shukhanor Paskins Lalacha, exactly as we've learned. Reuven So we're going like the Ikeda Amri, the Rambam, and the Shukhanor follows that. Almost always Paskins like the Ikeda Amri, when the Gemara brings two versions, brings one version, and it says, the Ikeda Amri, and some say, one might think, and some say, some Rishonim, some say that means not the main thing. The main thing is the first paragraph. The Ikeda Amri, and some say, is a kind of an, an, an added thing, but the Rambam doesn't hold that. The Rambam says the reason the Gemara brings an Ikeda Amri, some say, is because that's the key, that is the foundational one. And so the Rambam Paskins like the Ikeda Amri, what is the Ikeda Amri? Even if he sold without guarantees, Reuven can still say, this is my business because of loss of reputation. That's how the Shulchan Aruch also Paskins. And the Ramor brings the Rashbo that this applies by sales, it doesn't apply by a gift. So we've got the whole sugya from the Gemara through the Rishonim to the Shulchan Aruch. What's important as, a, as an understanding of this is the, the extent to which we consider reputation as a financial asset. 
Because if you don't have an economic asset, you can't, be, you can't participate in the court case. You can't just step in and say, I've got a, I, I can disprove what you're saying, and I've, who are you? The answer is, I'm involved. Why are you involved? If it was Bahrayut, I'm involved because I'm a, I've got, I stand behind the guarantee. But if it was Shiloh Bahrayut, why are you involved? Because I stand to lose my reputation. Is that, is that economic stake? Yes. A repu- loss of reputation is an economic state in, stake in the issue. Even if it's just one person, and if you look up in the Gemara again at the beginning of the source sheet, I put in bold, bold those last words, Lo nichali detevi shimon It's not in my interests that Shimon should, have, should be upset with me. He doesn't say a reputation in the market and I'll lose my name. And just Shimon, one person. It's not in my interest that one person should think badly of me, because that in itself means that, I, that, that I'm engaged in, in a loss. And how careful we have to be. Building reputation takes a very long time. Breaking a reputation is one transaction. One transaction that seems to be un, lacking in integrity, lacking in, in wholeness, and we think we get away with it. Yeah, you might get away with it commercially. You might get away with it legally. But it starts chipping away at a reputation. And a reputation is, a, is an, what I've called here an invisible t- asset. You can't see it, but it has enormous value. And if you're defending your reputation, that's considered economic interest in a particular case. Mm-hmm.